All right, welcome to Kettlebells and Cocktails here with my bestie, Nikki, live on the live stream. What's going on, Nikki? Oh, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm a seasoned professional now at this whole live stream really? situation. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, yesterday we had no idea what we were doing and today we're doing it again. So now I feel like we're old hat at this. Yeah, we still don't know what we're doing, right. but, but it's live. Right. And uh, we have my new bestie, Dr. Amy West with us. Amy, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me here. Oh, I'm I'm doing good. You get to be our guinea pig for one of our first lives. All right. Well, hopefully it goes well. We'll see what happens. You guys have never met, right? No, not officially. Not, no, not officially. No. I mean, I've been like worked on the silence at the CrossFit Games and seen you, you know, doing your thing. But same running same. backstage, you know, you're like running to each other. But yeah. Well, I I think. Um, I tend, I feel like I tend to meet people like kind of sideways. Like I never just meet them head on. Like I, I get involved, like in your case, like I'm kind of involved with CrossFit health and I know a lot of CrossFit health people. So a lot of my friends are posting stuff that you do. And that's how I end up getting to know people through other people, which is uh, kind of how Amy and I met. And then I um, just happened upon Amy. I was at the um, a weightlifting competition in Salt Lake City of all places a couple of weeks ago. And Amy was competing and killing it, I might add. You did great. <laughs> Why did you tip sure. your head like that? You killed it. You did great. Yeah, it was okay. It was all right. It was all right. It was okay. But I'll, I appreciate that. Thank, thank you. Well, I thought you did great. And, uh, <laughs> look, I was impressed. Like, I've never been to an Olympic lifting competition before. And yeah. uh, it's intense. Like, I, you know, I subscribe to the CrossFit rule. You get it overhead. It counts. <laughs> like, counts in CrossFit. And they're all oh, specific yeah. about you know exactly what that lift's got to look like it's how stressful was that for you was it, was it stressful or not well i mean it was only my uh i think third lifting meet that i've ever done um i basically did one to qualify and then another one and that was it so it was kind of i'm fairly new to it myself um it's kind of a weird vibe i'm used to like you know doing as many reps as possible as quick as possible mm -hmm. so you know when it's like oh gee, i just put this once oh, okay cool um but there's a lot of little technicalities that you know can, can mess you up and like locking out and stuff like that so I, i'm still learning the ropes of it but um it was funny it was just more of like a a way for me to kind of challenge myself give me something new to do try to make weight and show up and have a good time give myself uh, some goals now have you been training for a long time specifically for olympic lifting or are you a normal crossfitter like the rest of it goes oh that looks fun i'm gonna go try that and i'll train for 90 days and give it a shot how'd you go yeah i'm it? kind of i'm more the latter um so i've been crossfitting since like 2012 2013 um, and i think you can only get so far with your lifting having shitty form so i'd kind of hit that plateau uh, so uh, you know just like gripping right off the ground so um my gym uh weightlifting coach Kelly said, oh, you should come join us for class and come check it out. So finally I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. So then I started doing that. And so I've been, I still like CrossFit every day. And then a couple times a week I do the weightlifting class and, you know, just working on it. You know, when we were there, uh, the friends I was with, they're like, hey, we should look at the, the lifts that the masters in your age division and weight class are doing and see how you would do without any, you know, because I'm not training for it, obviously. And I did the math on it and I would have like, I would have been like kind of in the middle, you know, okay. like I'm not really strong for an old guy. And they're like, Oh, you should train for this and like actually try to do it. I'm like, and so then like the ego in me is like, that sounds like fun. 
I could do that. And they're like, yeah, you have to wear a singlet. And I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. No yes. Oh, come on. We've been Whoa. trying to get you in a booty shorts definitely forever. Worth a try. Yeah. No, no but singlet. But you can wear leggings underneath. So that mm-hmm. was key. Can wear Whoa. leggings underneath a singlet. So you yes. don't have to be like full exposure. I don't know, Amy. I'm, I'm very shy. I know it's hard to believe, but there's very little chance you know? I'm gonna get a singlet and let everybody see every wrinkle. I think and, you should. I think you should uh, go in the opposite what? direction. You shouldn't. No, yeah, no leggings. You should just wear like a like a leotard, just like the opposite direction. Yes. You think? Oh, there were Absolutely. some outfits there. There were some outfits Hell there. Yeah. There were some looks. Uh-huh. There were some looks. So you know, make a statement that way. Well, I, I think those it. Olympic lifters are no different than CrossFitters. Like particularly if you're pretty good at it i think you know some of them are they want to show off a little that's what i've always loved about crossfit like when i started in 2012 first day i walked in like no one in the place has any clothes on i'm like what the hell is going on in here like what is up with all these people there's just such a i don't know like just that vibe of you know it's hot and nobody you know no one cares they just want to sweat and work out and i'd never been in that environment before and so as i'm watching this olympic lifting meet there's a little bit of that. Like some of these guys, you know, I was looking at the dudes. There's this one old dude. He was like my age and he's got a Superman singlet on, like a big Superman yes. emblem. But that's ballsy, man, because Superman's got, you know, he can move planets and this guy wasn't moving planets. <laughs> you know, it was just, I don't know. It was just funny to me. I love it. If you're going to have a, if you're going to have a look, have to then really pull it on the lifting side of it. I feel like so. Yeah. Yeah. They go hand in hand. So. I, yeah, I guess I'm a huge fan of like making a statement like that. Like, I just love, I love it. I think that like, I don't know. I think you look good. You feel good. So like, if he was like feeling himself in the Superman onesie, I'm like, you go old man who can't really lift all that much weight. Like whatever you do you, I'm all about it. Yeah. Hey, I, did, I got like, I had like a custom slit. I had like <gasps> matching headband wrist wraps. Like, I was like, I was yes. like, if nothing else, I'm gonna look good. I'm gonna look good and, and we'll see yeah. what happens. Lips. That's right. I love it. I'm all about that. Hey, what'd you think of the donut wall they had in the back? Did you get a partake <gasps> of the donut wall? I, so I did. I did partake of that. Um, I'll say that I was. I was expecting. I was expecting better. Not gonna lie, but uh, <laughs> and after like four days of not really eating very much, so that I made eight, I was like, just give them to me. <laughs> I was like, in between between the first and second half of meat, I was like, oh, grabbing it. Let's let's do it. So uh, it so, was <laughs> it was cool to have, but. Did you yeah. go down a weight class to do this? Is that why you're trying to make weight? Uh, I mean, I kind of like live between the weight classes. So um, I qualified at a, a weight class higher. And I'm like, I think I'd be more competitive if I just was a little disciplined and went, went down. So so I ended up doing that, which, um, you know, was was a challenge, but it, was, it wasn't too bad, though. Uh, but yeah, I was, I kind of dropped down a little bit. So the day before, I was just like so paranoid about like, I don't want to travel all the way out here and not wait. So I was like, I can't eat anything. <laughs> right. Probably right, not the smartest thing to do, but yeah. No, uh, but I understand like, that's such a commitment and you've been training so hard. You certainly don't want to like, yeah. you know, not, not compete on a technicality like that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So yeah. Checking my son that's on the check scale every morning. And stuff. Yeah. So we, we talked about that. All like, my meal plans out. That, that making a weight thing is stressful. Yeah. Like, they were telling really. me, they're like, Hey, look, here are the weight classes that you're in, but you know, like I currently weigh, I'm like maybe 172, 173. And the next weight class is 167 for me. 
And they're like, well, you could go down to 167. I'm like, you know how hard it is to lose five pounds when you're kind of at the bottom end of your weight already. Truly, truly. Yeah. Like it's absolutely. really hard. And it's into your, like, then it's stressful because I haven't been at yeah. 167 probably since I was like 13 or 14 years old. You know, like, yeah. I, I don't even want to think about how hard that would be. Yeah. But and then the, to maintain strength too. Yeah. Yes. I'm trying to that. look heavier and lose weight at the same time. So, yeah, it's a challenge. But yeah. you're already on the lower end of like your, like, you're lean for you right now, John. So, if you lived like in between weight classes and it wasn't all that much of a, of a leap to, to lose five pounds, then you could potentially be way more competitive, like the amount of weight you can lift in comparison to your weight. Because the top end of the weight class is like, if ass moves mass, let's just sure. say, then people who fit in the top end of that weight class are going to be like way stronger than you if you're mm. in between and you potentially could drop down. Yeah, but we still run into the problem of having to wear the singlet, and I'm not going <laughs> to. I that. mean, oh well, in that case, <laughs> yeah, in that case, forget it. Hey, what do yeah. you think of Salt Lake City? Uh, it's cool. I mean, I, you know, it's like in that one area for most of the time, so I didn't really like explore very much. Um, but I did go to a jet, the Utah Jazz game that happened while mm-hmm. there, so that was fun. Cool. Uh, I'd been out there before for uh, when I was interviewing for my sports medicine fellowships and stuff. But, uh, I interviewed out there, so I got a little bit of it. But it's it's a really nice place. It's super clean. People are nice. Nice. It was I clean. It. I I couldn't believe how clean that city was. It looks like they just oh, scoop yeah. up every night, but they have a huge homeless problem, which was oh. really odd. Yeah, I did notice that. I did notice that. And I didn't notice that so much when I was there like four years ago, whatever it was. So, yeah, I don't know if that's a, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've seen more of that the farther west I go, the more I see that. I don't, I don't know why that is. Maybe it's super expensive to live there. I couldn't quite figure it out. But, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't that they were just homeless. They were like, it was uh, like walking down the street wearing a sleeping bag talking to yourself homeless like it was really sad yeah you know it was really really yeah. interesting for such a beautiful city and that invests a lot of money in the infrastructure like you know i would just would have imagined they would have had a better like kind of shelter system in place hmm. which is very odd but beautiful city and great food really cool. i ate and drank a lot <laughs> i wasn't worried about me not so much but Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Got to enjoy some stuff after. I had them all. I don't know meals planned out after, but before I had to be had to be really good. Ooh, where'd um, you go? Did you go anywhere good? Um, Copper Onion. Mm. I, I had brunch there. Yeah. I, I had a my new favorite drink. What the hell is that thing called? It was. What's the opposite of of a mimosa, Nikki? Uh, what's the opposite of champagne and orange juice? Sadness. No, no. It's like it's <laughs> just, like a sparkling wine and something like a else. spritzer kind of yeah it was like a little bitter i can't even think of what oh, it was like called. an aperol spritz perfect there you Got go you. <laughs> it was so good it was so good yeah, yeah. We the brunch that's awesome so amy i would love to know a little bit more about the work that you do with crossfit health um and ah. and how you're involved and and where you're what I don't even know what the right question is. Like, what kind of doctor are you? Like, there's so many different, (laughs) when you've got an MD behind your name, there's so many different aspects of health you can be involved with. So yeah, I'd love to learn a little bit more about what you're doing in that side of things. Okay. So to start off, so I'm, I'm a sports medicine physician um, and then a physiatrist, which most people don't know what that is. I don't Um, know. A doctor. So a doctor of physical medicine rehabilitation, it's really a small subspecialty um, in medicine. Basically, our our focus is on physical function, um, 
and the physical manifestations of disease processes, meaning, um, you know, people with all kinds of injuries, whether they be temporary, like sports injuries, which is what I specialize in, but also things like traumatic brain injuries, spinal cord injuries, um, people who are post-stroke, um, and getting them to be more physically functioning again, you know, or even things, something like cancer. So we, we don't treat the cancer, that's the oncologist do that, but we can say, okay, well, how are you going to get to in front of the, to and from the bathroom? Um, how about the neuropathy that you have from the chemo? You know, we, we sort of think about how you live your life with this disease process or after this accident or whatever. So pretty cool field. Um, work with amputees, for example, a lot of, you know, rehab like that, um, and things like that. So that's my specialty. I have a subspecialty in sports medicine, so basically like, a, like an orthopedic surgeon that doesn't operate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do a lot of procedures and aches and pains and concussions, things like that. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of like what I, what I do on a day to day basis. I'm a team physician as well for a college here. Um, but how I kind of, I found my specialty at the same time that I found CrossFit and CrossFit is sport of function, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. So functional fitness. So it kind of aligns well with what I do during my day job. I see a lot of parallels. Um, and so I, I was essentially like back in 2013, 2014, I started kind of lecturing in my hospital system about CrossFit and sort of spreading the word about um this sort of function and how it's sort of also perfect uh, bridge people who post rehab then to find Mm -hmm. like a local box continue their their progress um and then through that to sort of my stuff kind of ended up at at hq so then i got involved with the whole crossfit healthy which at the time was a little bit different than what it is now but essentially a think tank of physicians would get together and talk about modern medicine and things that are wrong with it uh we would network and, and, and stuff like that so that's kind of how it, it originated um also uh being involved in crossfit and being involved in sports medicine at the time the big sports medicine uh organization were sort of very anti-crossfit and there's Curtain, there right, are many reasons for that yeah. um and some little things behind that and whatnot so i was sort of the bit of a, a squeaky wheel in that um and that space I continue to be uh, as far as defending the crossfit and sort of in the sense of you know seeing it as more of injury prevention tool rather than something that causes injury or something that people should be deterring other people from doing um so i i, I sort of become that person talk, talks about that quite a bit um and uh now with you know, CrossFit has sort of is continuously kind of reorganizing and sort of they're figuring out what exactly it's going to be. But um, my involvement primarily now is in the education, uh, in the education side. So I spoke at the, the health conference and certainly, uh, you know, educating people across the both in the medical community and then educating people in the CrossFit community about physiatry, which is my specialty. I do a lot of that, explaining the things to each other. Um, and then also, you know, working with uh, my goal is to, to establish uh, a network so that physicians and other providers and coaches can all kind of be on the same page and find each other and, yeah. and interact both professionally, but then also, you know, finding ways for patients to find the right person in the right city and stuff like that. So that's, right. that's a goal of mine. 
Right. And that's kind of the evolution of like where CrossFit health is heading, right? Like I know originally it was kind of just like, like you said, it was a think tank. And then I know that you guys Mm -hmm. had sort of your own internal seminars about how are we talking about CrossFit within the health community and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I know that John's been part of like a beta program where he's like doing telehealth and figuring out who to talk to, but eventually it is supposed to be this network, right? Because I am personally, I'm sure not alone in that, like, I've needed a new uh, primary care doc forever. And I have not been able to find one that I like because not anyone really knows or understands my lifestyle. And especially being like recently pregnant and recently postpartum, like it was really hard to find anyone within a, a system of care that I could be like, well, how much can I lift? Or like, how hard can I work out? Because a lot of that thinking is still very like, well, you could like walk and do yoga. So, so that, that correct right. me if I'm wrong, but that really is where we're going. Right. It's like, I could like be part of the CrossFit health network and log in and put in my zip code and find other doctors or, or other health professionals who are like aligned in our thinking. Is that right? So that, that is a goal. Um, you know, like I certainly there's been a lot of shakeups with the organization and totally, uh, certainly yeah, the, um, you know, the, uh, sort of the more telehealth precision care thing was sort of in, doing its own thing, one aspect. Um, and then, you know, the other side of it, um, which is what I've sort of been kind of focusing my energy on is, is this creating this network. So whether that comes officially through CrossFit or if it ends up being sort of a separate thing that taps into that community, I don't know. Um, but that is, that is the goal. At least that's my goal. And I hope to kind of establish that, but also, you know, for, for people like yourself, so they can go on and find a person looking for a coach that is, comes highly recommended, but also so that, you know, if I'm, I want to refer my patient to a local box. I can say, I know this, these people are in this area and they specialize in this ad and mm-hmm. they, they work well with this population, uh, finding, you know, physical therapists in the area, things like mm-hmm. that, nutritionists, whatever it is. So totally. totally. Um, yeah. yeah. So that, that, that is, that is my personal goal for, for CrossFit Health. I, I, I know that you shares they, you know, we've spoken about it and stuff. So right now we're just sort of sitting back waiting to see, how things shake out. Cool. Yeah. Lots of different directions that that could all go in. And I hope that it gets to, I hope it gets to all of those directions in due time, but that's like, that's a huge undertaking. I'm sure trying to figure out how to even build the system to do that properly from the get-go. Yeah. And also find a way to like, for the people to educate each other. Cause we're such a big community of of people with ideas who are doing really great things. And it's like tapping into each other to, to help each other kind of yeah. push this message, I think would is also another thing, a list of things to do. Yeah. With all your free time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, yeah. you, you said earlier that yeah, at some point you were kind of the squeaky wheel in the, in the machine where, uh, you know, people were saying CrossFit was dangerous and you weren't, is that how you got on CrossFit's radar? Uh, I think so I think that was one of the, one of the ways, uh, I had given a, a talk at like Grand Arms at my hospital. It's, I think that video made its way um, updated somehow. But I, I think you know, it's like one of the, it's like one day I just an email that was like, "Hey, we're doing all ones. Do you want to come out to the ranch?" I was like, "Yes, yeah, so. yes, I do." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Greg, Greg loved a fight. He still loves a fight, but he loved yes. a fight. Like, and he'd find yeah. someone like yourself that supported his cause or or you know, we're speaking the same language. I mean, he'd go all in. Mm-hmm. I think, you yeah. know, for, 
for all the stuff that's been said about him the last couple of years, that's the one thing I will say I loved about him and do love about him is that he certainly, you know, had, uh, had conviction, you know, mm. and when you find yeah. something he really believed in, man, talk about jumping all in. Mm. Yeah. I mean, also his positions like in system, you know, at first, especially back then, which wasn't all that long ago, it's like I gave some about CrossFit and then like I'd get some emails and be like, hey, I cross it too, but don't anyone kind of thing. Like it was, <laughs> it was really like a secret, like, it yeah. was like this thing you can talk about in front of people unless you wanted to fight, you know, unless yeah. you wanted to have to defend it. Um, so it's, just, it's changed. It's not that, that way so much anymore, but, um, you know, so, so it was sort of a supporter of all of us. Like, oh yeah, you want to fight? Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was very, and, and also like there was a shift kind of in the focus of the games to the health aspect of yes. it, which, you know, obviously people weren't crazy about. Um, but as physicians, we realized this is great. We, we, you know, we got treated like elite athletes, which was uh, doesn't always happen. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's interesting though. People have they seem to have forgotten about that whole era. You know, like in the since you know Greg and Dave are, are gone, people are pining mm-hmm. for those days. And I understand that because I love those guys. I yeah. mean, I especially love Greg. He was great to me um, in mm-hmm. so many ways. But people forget that you know Greg did not love the games. He loved CrossFit right. Health. That was his yep. baby. First time I talked to him, this is a true story. Very first time I talked to Greg, he called me here at the house. I'm in this room, actually. And, uh, you know, I'm at that point, you know, 48-year-old meme lord and had, you know, no aspirations to talk to the head of CrossFit. And the first words out of his mouth to me, the first words, he's like, John, I hate the CrossFit games. It's exactly what he said to me. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, I didn't know how to respond. And he's like, yeah, he's like, but I love health, you know, and he starts talking about, you know, all of this, like how he wants to help people. And, you know, cause she was very generous in that way, you know, mm-hmm. and I just, I, it really stuck with me that, you know, he had created something he didn't mean to create, you know, he just wanted to help people and uh, yeah, just really, really interesting. And then he brought me out to CrossFit health conference so I could see what he was really working on. And, and it was yeah. that time when it was like a think tank and it was really, really yeah. interesting stuff for sure. Yeah. Amy, do you, do you ever find yourself up against some of that older thinking that, you know, how could you recommend CrossFit as rehab? CrossFit is probably what got these people injured in the first place because, oh, it's, yeah. you know, you do oh, really, yeah. you know, I had wondered because for, for, for newer CrossFitters or people listening who don't really know it, it was like kind of an official stance, right. That like professional organizations and the health community took, yeah. there was like a, there was like an official report. I'm going to say it wrong or butcher the, 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 the terminology behind it, but like, like a yeah. research study or something that was like, yes, CrossFit uh, is dangerous. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then that was like officially so. disproven years later because it was like political and all sorts of shady. falsified. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, essentially what happened? So the big, uh, licensing agencies of personal trainers um the nsea um acsm uh you know essentially there was a bit of an attack on on crossfit you know the thought is that because crossfit didn't pay any money to these to these organizations Organizations. right it created this new thing had created this new thing that sort of circumvented this machine that had been running for years that was actually having a lot of success so then there was the idea was that you know then these these organizations were sort of incentivized to show that CrossFit was dangerous. So there were some studies that came out that were later found to be 
falsified essentially that showed that CrossFit was dangerous, but um, that turns out, you know, it was inaccurate information or you know, there were flaws in the study that didn't really make it very valid. Um, and then as a result, there was, you know, once those things are published, then the, the word spreads. Totally. And, you know, and that's what happens. And, and I still get it now. It's like people say to me, like, yeah, oh, you're, you know, you're working in orthopedics. Your CrossFit keeps you in business, huh? And, oh, dear God. You know, but my answer to that is actually, you know, what keeps me in business is people who don't CrossFit. I see far more people who are bad shape because they don't move body or because they're overweight because they have diabetes, et cetera. So that's actually what keeps me in business. If I, if I you know, I, I've said that if our biggest problem as a health system is that we're worried about people who CrossFit <laughs> and getting, getting hurt from exercising too much. Like that's, that's a good problem for a health system to have. So, yeah, truly, um, truly. so, uh, yeah, so, but I still run against that. And it's usually people who are making those recommendations. I, you know, I usually say, especially patients say, oh, well, my doctor has to cross the ball. But I usually say, well, look at the person who told you that information. And if you want to do what they're doing, do it. You know, it's usually not, usually people giving that advice are not people who are like figured it out. So yeah, um, ain't that the truth? General, I do have a, I do yeah. have a hard time. This is probably like a, a hot button issue that we don't have to open this can of worms if you don't want to. But like, I do have a, a, sometimes a hard time taking like health advice from people who are clearly not following it themselves not, not healthy right. people yeah yeah you know what yeah. i mean and that's not all to say like that's not all coming from like a physical perspective because you can't always tell looking at someone if they're healthy right, right? so this is not like just mm -hmm. simply a body shape or weight statement but like you know mm -hmm. like how many nurses i see on the side of the hospital like smoking in between their <laughs> rounds i'm like in their scrubs right. i'm like wait what <clears throat> but like how you're like yeah. in there helping and again like that's an addiction so i'm not trying this is not like a blanket statement by any means but right. i'm just saying like it's tough there's a lot of factors yeah. and it's really yeah. tough consistently taking yeah. that kind of advice that may or may not be you know based yeah. off of bullshit information um from right. people who are not yeah. out there like trying to stay healthy in their own ways it's like that's tough yeah and it's weird because the the medical training at least you know for physicians it kind of puts us in a situation where it's like we're kind of forced not to take care of ourselves. You know, it's like you don't sleep, right. you don't eat, you have it's time crazy. for anything. It's crazy. Um, it's kind of like, you know, some of the most ridiculous, you know, training uh, you can put somebody through. So the, our own health is often kind of put off to the side. But, you know, it's the kind of thing, it's like, it just, it, then it just comes down to priorities at a certain point. It's like, you just have to figure yeah. out, like, this is something I have, yeah. to, I'm going to prioritize or I'm not, you know. Um, but, yeah. I think it, for me, it's always the eye test. And, you know, I felt I was funny. I was talking to, you probably know him, uh, Craig Howard, who owns CrossFit Diablo mm -hmm. uh, out in California. We were just DMing and it was when I was going to Salt Lake City. And I told him, I'm like, I, I feel, I was feeling guilty on the trip because I was silently judging people on the plane by appearance because they didn't meet the eye test of fitness. And it was kind of the same thing, Nikki, where you know, people go, oh, you shouldn't do CrossFit, it's dangerous. Meanwhile, someone's 50 to 75 pounds overweight. And I'm sitting there looking at them going, how much more dangerous is obesity versus deadlifts? I I think it's a lot. I mean, and again, it's just the eye test, but you know, and I feel guilty judging people and it is very judgy. So I'm aware of that, but I don't know. Greg and I had talked about this once about the eye test of, you know, if you see something, 
you know, regardless of what the studies are telling you, like we're all in the gyms. I'm not seeing people get injured. I'm sure it happens, but I'm not seeing it. Yeah. I'm seeing people change their lives. I'm seeing them lose weight and get fitter yeah. and they're moving better. And, and, too, we're like active. So I think what also like, as far as like from like an orthopedics perspective, we're, you know, they were seeing like all these people come with like these new kind of injuries as CrossFit kind of took off. And part of it was, um, part of it's like accountability. Like, so if you're going to do like three person a day or whatever, you know, some ridiculous thing on your own, then yeah, you're going to end up hurting yourself. But also it's, you know, people moving will get injured moving and people who don't move will get injured sitting on the couch. Like I, I see that, you know, it's mm -hmm. like if you're an active person, you're more likely to get hurt, like hanging off a bullet bar and but your average everyday person is probably going to get hurt in their pants on. Like, right. I, I, I see that. So, right. you know, it's just like active people get injured being active and sedentary people get injured being sedentary or as a result of being sedentary. So, right. Totally. Yeah. And you know what I never understood about that entire, that entire argument of, of CrossFit as an activity is what's causing these is like every sport everywhere causes injuries every sport. Mm -hmm. And no one's like, yeah, you really shouldn't play in that rec soccer league because you could tear your ACL. But like the right. same thing could happen anywhere. And if you're if you're, right. you know, <laughs> just getting off the couch for the first time and you join a flag football league, like you probably are going <laughs> to tweak something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, why is that different? I yeah. just I never understood that. Yeah. Like, and there's good coaches and bad coaches everywhere, too. Right. That's the other argument right. to that is like, right. well, CrossFit has these like shitty coaches or whatever. I'm like, well, your soccer coach could be crap, too. And then you get hurt yeah. that way. I just don't under I never understood that. Well, I don't think we have also as many the data like we like used to. By any stretch of the magic. I don't either. I'm just yeah. disappointed to hear. I mean, Amy said it best. Like, once that information is out there, falsified or not, you're going to be fighting it for the rest of your life because someone heard it somewhere and just decided to believe it, irregardless. Of you guys have both, you also, both been doing this since, like, what? Amy, you said 2011, 2012? 2012, 2012, 13, and 13, Nikki, what about 20, you? Yeah. 2010. Yeah. So you guys remember yeah. what it was like in 2012. Yeah. Right, like, our yeah. coaches weren't moderating what we were doing outside of CrossFit. You know how many stories I have where my buddies would call me after a terrible workout, and the very next morning they're like, "Hey, we're going to do 500 burpees for time. Know, Let's go!" I know, I know. And because my dumbass yeah. doesn't know any better, I'm like, "Okay, that sounds like a great idea." And then I'm out yeah. there doing 500 burpees being, for time. You know, it ends up being a case report in a journal. Like, right, yeah. right. A bunch of men get rabbed up and do CrossFit. It's like, that's right, not a CrossFit right. problem. That's a, per that's, that's a, that's a personal yes. problem. That's not a yes. CrossFit problem. And actually data, like if you look at the actual scientific data, you see something like run that has, that can have an injury rate up to 12, one to like 9.8 per thousand training hours. Whereas CrossFit, even in the literature that's legit is somewhere around like three, three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so like you will see more people like running, like just data wise is far more dangerous than, right. you know, moving your body well in multiple. Hey, you know, story. I'm doing Murph prep right now. And the only thing that worries about me is the running. Yeah. Seriously. Like I've, I've gotten really good at scaling workouts and scaling my training and, and making sure that. I'm not putting too much on a 50 year old body that I need to. And I've been crazy cognizant of how many hours I'm running because to me, that is the much more dangerous activity than the push ups and pull ups and air squats and, and even mm -hmm. the back squats and front squats and everything else I'm doing with a barbell. 
to you know compensate for this workout I know is coming up because the running is just pounding on your body and it hits you everywhere knees ankles hips low back and like running is all like you know it's all one plane motion it's repetitive yeah you know continuous stress in the same the same way in the same joints so you know if you do that and you do only that you're more likely to get hurt if you're doing all these different kinds of functions. Well, and I also suck at it, so that doesn't help either. No, well, that, then that's just embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, I got I got a jogging stroller as a Mother's Day gift. Oh, I meant to ask you about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I asked I asked for it, and I got it. It's, it was my first Mother's Day out with a baby outside of my belly, because I think last year counted, because, yeah. you know, my pelvis yeah. was splitting in, in half, so that totally yeah. counted. Uh-huh. Um, but so I got a jogging stroller, and I've taken it out once already, and all of my girlfriends who have older kids were like, oh, like fondly, oh, I remember when my babies were little and I would jog with them and it was so wonderful and you get to be outside together and whatever. And so they like painted this picture of these beautiful runs I was going to have. I took out this jogging stroller for two miles. I went back to my girlfriends and I was like, none of y'all told me. <laughs> Nobody said this that this worst. jog was going to feel like the second mile of Murph with a, with a vest. Like what? Because you're it's like your arms are like locked and you don't have that motion to even that helps. Oh, yeah. Turns out that really helps. Helps <laughs> <laughs> you forward. Yeah. They do, they totally do. And the next day my shoulders were sore, like I'd done a hundred burpees. I'm like, I'm not running fast anyway, but I put two miles on my or sorry, two minutes on my mile time. And I was like, this is horseshit. And then one of my girlfriends was like, Yeah, but when you lose a shore, you start to run really fast. So I was like, that was not the goal. That was never like the pushing goal. a sled. Truly, it is truly <laughs> pushing a sled. Yeah. Exactly. Like oh a sled. god! So I'm about wow. to get real good at running. Just humble brag. Uh, Throw that out there. Nice. I'm not getting real good at running. Well, I remember when my girls were little. Uh, this is before I took up CrossFit, so they would have been three and five. We had bicycles, and I had one of those um, carriages you pull behind the bike. You know, and every time oh, yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, and you put little helmets on them and they're just cute as hell, you know. And they're shouting, Faster, Daddy, faster. And Daddy was really out of shape in those days. <laughs> and he could not go any faster. It was really humbling. <laughs> and I, I look back on it now and I'm like, man, like, you know, how many people do that? Like jump into an exercise like this without totally. any real training or understanding of like what it does to your body. And I think it goes back to your point, Amy, of like repetitive stress and how injuries happen is like without good coaching and instruction and understanding of, you know, the potential to be hurt, let alone how you're actually going to get hurt. It's, um, I don't know. That's like, I just, I don't know how people do it. You know, maybe it's just the 10 year CrossFitter in me, but I don't want to go back to those days. No, (laughs) no, not, not even a little what's, um, Hey, what's next CrossFit health wise. And then there's be, you've mentioned earlier, there's been, kind of a huge shift in what you guys are doing. I've been talking to yeah. know, some of the group there around what they're working on, but what are you working on with them? You know, there's always like things in the air. Uh, as far as like what is happening, I, I, I'm i also waiting to hear what's going right. on next. You know, this, <laughs> this, uh, this and we're, we're, you know, there's always working on the educational piece of it and putting together good educational material uh, for people. Um, and then, like I said, the network that, you know, is always in, in progress for many years that we're trying to officially, you know, like make a thing. Um, and like I said, if, if it ends happening via CrossFit officially, or if it's being sort of a side thing that kind of incorporates into it, um, 
be determined. But I, I think right now they're kind of like new CEO and there's like all this stuff going on. So like we're just like like waiting to see like what happens and then we'll start like working on stuff. When are we getting a CEO? What the hell? Well, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> That's for sure. I, I heard a rumor because I'm in cahoots that we were getting one and then it didn't happen. So apparently my cahoot pipeline's not very good. Nope. Uh-oh. Not good Shut at it all. down. I, Shut it I, down. I would not know. I definitely would not know. I know. I'm disappointed. I'd like to see him get one, uh, if for nothing else. So start, so people can start complaining that they're not as good as Greg or Eric or Dave or, or whoever to <laughs> gen up that drama. Yeah. But uh, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I hope it's somebody who's plugged in with the community. I think that's kind of the, the biggest piece of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I worry um, the more, I, I don't want to call it mistakes. Like, you know, there's just a lot of like, a lot of things aren't going well for CrossFit right now. That's understood. Like you got a lot of new people there and a lot of people to your point that, um, you know, when we say they're not in the community, like they're new to CrossFit, like they're executives and they've been hired on to come work for CrossFit, but they were not part of the CrossFit ecostructure before, you know? And so they don't right. quite understand it yet. And that's my fear is you bring somebody in that, that doesn't fully understand that, um, you know, what does it do to kind of all these projects that we love? Like CrossFit Health is a great example. Like it worries me for that. Right. I think CrossFit Health is is arguably um, has the most potential of everything CrossFit is doing. The games are cool, but, you know, yeah. the games, they only change the lives of athletes, not average people like me, where CrossFit Health can really make a huge impact on yeah, people's longevity. Yeah, make a huge impact. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's, and then it comes down to, you know, people thinking more about like, financially like how this can be profitable like i, I don't know uh, exactly where crossfit health fits in that but um you know hopefully there's a space for it in whatever kind of iteration but you know that's, well, that's all it's not like healthcare is unprofitable you think they could figure they could figure <laughs> out how to integrate it and make it profitable yeah. i mean you know i'm i'm in this beta with thorn and you know or whatever they're calling it you know um and um I don't know. I mean, it absolutely seems like it could be profitable if it's done right, but more than mm-hmm. the profitability for the company, it could be really right. beneficial for people in growing their longevity and their overall health and wellness. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think part of something that'd be really big if if it's done well is, you know, if we can appeal to appeal to insurance companies to cover it to make CrossFit yes. something sort of an official. Oh. Uh, treatment modality so then then everybody wins you know yeah um so that's i mean that was kind of one of the goals um you know when we kind of talking about what is this going to be but um that would be really nice to to do that um another opportunity that i that i see kind of personally i work a lot with the foundation groups so phoenix and that training academy and barbells for boobs and all that um because they're all you know they're all they're all groups that have medical missions, essentially, is that's how I right. see it anyway. Um, so, you know, there's these CrossFit community centers, you know, in Boston, they, they have them there. And it's, it's, it's an opportunity for them to be like a healthcare space as well, you know, through these foundations, through incorporating different, uh, you know, access to healthcare. So, I mean, there the are possibilities are there. It's just, you know, figuring out how to, to do it and organize yeah. it. Well, fingers crossed they get it there. I mean, it's a much different vision, I think, than what Greg had, but I think it's a, I think it's aggressive and assuming, 
you know, and get the right leadership in place to run it. I think it can yeah. be really life-changing for people. And the little that I've seen, like I'm looking at it just, you know, through my lens with the blood tests that I've had to take and get the test back. And like, I'm learning more about myself than I knew before. And, yeah. uh, and to Nikki's point, like I wanted a doctor that understands the dumb shit I do on the weekends and the gym, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and fortunately for me, I'm working out with my doctor doing dumb shit in the gym. There you, you go. Know? So we're, right. we're side by side and he sees me do it, you know, and I, I think that, but I think it's important to like have someone that really understands why it's valuable to you that, you know, there's a difference between, oh, do you work out and kind of the lifestyle that it takes to do something as hard as CrossFit, you know? Right. And then it's not like this strange kind of weird people. Really, yes. Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. Amy, where do you, where do you live? Where are you? Uh, New York City. New. Oh, wow. Manhattan behind me. Hey. Um, yeah, I work for uh, Northwell Health, which is the biggest system in New York State. Um, but yeah. Man, how awesome is New York City? It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. why? <laughs> Something's always going on. So. Yeah. Where Where do you on. CrossFit there? What gym do you go to? Oh, uh, so I'm a, I'm a nomad. I CrossFit nomad. So if I'm in my like where I live, I go to uh, CrossFit Gantry, CrossFit Unleashed. Um, then by my hospitals, CrossFit Sanctuary, CrossFit 516. Um, I'm, I'm like, I'm all over the place. <laughs> I, go, I go to a few different places. So it depends you, on your schedule. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. How do you get the Olympic training in and the Olympic lifting training if you're going to so many yeah. different gyms? Yeah, so the in the mornings, I tend to work out. Like I like to work out so that based on where I am that that morning but in the evenings the gym that's right by house had the olympic so that couple times a week in the evening so oh man that's cool i i mean i'm in the yeah. suburbs of cleveland and i find it hard to get around to gems i'm just trying to imagine how hard it is in new york city because yeah, they're everywhere so you know you can kind of yeah. tap into different things and then you get to meet like all types of people you know yeah you went to school in Boston, though, right? You go to Harvard? I did. Mm-hmm. I did. I, I don't I mean to brag, but I went to a junior college in Mississippi. It was very exclusive. Very. <laughs> nice. Sweet. Yeah. Did you, yeah, did, yeah, you cross, was... did you CrossFit in Boston, Amy, when you were there? I did. So that's I found it kind of during med school. It was at CrossFit Fenway. Yeah. RIP. Which was, I know. Um, I know. Uh, which was like my first... Um, into to CrossFit and in the community aspect, it was it was it was really awesome while it existed. Um, yes. Invictus took it over and yes. sort of CrossFit Invictus, Fenway, plus Sac Bay. But, yeah, they um, have a few locations. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm yeah. Boston is my home, so I'm I'm very familiar ah. with. Yeah, love love best city in the world. IMO just <laughs> yeah. Where are you where are you from originally? From New York, Queens. Mm. So oh, Queens. I, I, I came full circle. Yeah. You and Spider-Man. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and Captain yeah. America. He's always oh, no. right. Of course. Right? Of course. There you go. Yeah. Man, I'm jealous. I need to get to New York. We just, um, the firm I work for just acquired a bank in New York City, and we sent a whole bunch of our colleagues there to work, and I didn't get a go, and I was very jealous. Where it's at, man. I know. It's like three free weeks in New York. I am in, and it didn't happen. Bummer. Bummer. 
I know. Well, I don't get to visit Nikki either. My corporation is actually in her hometown. I know. So. That is horseshit. I'm, that's not okay. <laughs> like, literally, I drive by the headquarters on a daily basis. It is one exit away from me on the highway. I know. Where are you? In Rhode Island. Oh, okay. It's right there. You got to come. I'm coming to visit. And now that okay. you know, my, uh, my daughter has a friend that's going to go to Brown and which is right down the street it's like eight miles from you i think i looked at it on a map everything is eight miles from everything in rhode island yeah well that's like corner to corner of the entire state i think truly and, and so i messaged nikki i'm like we're coming to visit like meg's coming to see her little friend and i'm coming with her so, hell yeah let's go got, gotta make it happen yeah amy nice. you getting ready for murph you ready for it or no? uh define getting ready <laughs> i, I mean it's happen it's gonna happen either way so um yeah so one of the gyms i go to they've been in like murph prep and like you know longer runs and stuff like that i haven't done a weight vest in a while so we'll have to re-explore re that but uh mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's gonna happen anyway so oh i put a weight we'll vest on the other day and i did not enjoy it no <laughs> no i was bouncing around yeah. you know you start getting that run where you do mm -hmm. this yeah put your hands up on your chest and it's it's bouncing, bouncing. you're like it sucks yeah. and you're normal you know like i i can run for a pretty decent amount of time at about an eight minute mile. And all of a sudden that eight minute mile becomes like a 10 or 11 minute mile with a weight vest on. It's just not fun. Yeah. yeah. Pull-ups with a weight vest are not fun. So well, I haven't actually my... been out on the road in a weight vest. I've been on an assault runner, so I don't actually know how it's going to feel yet. Oh, sauners. That's, it might feel better it actually. It, it might feel better, better on the road than it did <laughs> on the runner. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, might. I, so. I, uh, here's a true story for you. So I, the, my gym closed and it was owned uh, by Saxon and Spencer Panchak and um, they had a landlord dispute. And uh, so they're selling some equipment. So I shoot Saxon a message. I'm like, Hey, I'll take the assault runner. If you'll sell it to me. So he sells it to me at a discount. Right. And I'm like, but you guys got to deliver it. Cause I don't have any way to get it over here. So they, you know, Saxon is what fifth fittest man on the planet or so whatever he finished last year, you know, and you know spence is no slouch and so they bring this thing over watching these two crazy fit dudes try to move this assault runner into my basement was worth every penny <laughs> i paid for it like it nearly That's killed them both right there. That's I'm, like, true. I'm like i told at some point i'm like saxon please get injured doing this because it will give me so much so much content that one of the fittest dudes <laughs> on the planet can't move an assault runner it was so oh brutal. That is truly functional fitness, though. I had a moment yeah. like that a few weeks ago. Did I tell you this, John, where I had mm -hmm. to move the table into my new office? So we, we, my company just opened an office and it's like a two floor little cute office. And the, um, the building is letting us borrow like a really long table to work at all of us yeah. while we, while we have one custom built. And, um, we had to get this, this thing up the stairs, me and another girl. And I felt like it was the moment I had been training for all my life because it was like yeah. kind of a heavy table, but Love it was like that. long and awkward. And so she could like, you know, back it up, like holding it just kind of like under her hands, like holding it up the stairs, backing it up. And then I, from the bottom of the stairs had to like clean and jerk this table up over the right. railing. <laughs> and it was like the greatest feeling in the world. I was like, this is the whole point. This is why yep. we do the thing. This is why I have a barbell exactly. so I can get this exactly. table up over my head. And she was like, oh my God, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is what I trained for. <laughs> You're like, I got this. Boom. It was <laughs> awesome. It was oh wild. I always do the yeah, analogy I mean, of like, it's so you can put your like 
like kitty litter on the top shelf or whatever, but I don't yes. have a cat, so I've never done that shit. But this was my life, <laughs> real life example. Do you, do you run into this, Amy, in the healthcare space? I mean, like, Nikki, I know you can't tell because we're on, like, the little video, but Amy is ripped, man. She's got guns. I can tell. Like, I she can does. Tell. She got, you got serious hey. guns, girl. Like, when we were at the weightlifting, and I gave okay. my weightlifting competition, so everybody's kind of ripped. But Amy's, like, in her singlet, and, like, I'm jealous of your arm, like, really jealous of your arm. Do you, <laughs> do you, do you run into this in the healthcare space where people are like, what the hell? Like, how are you so fit? Oh, no, I mean, so... Yes, in the sense that I, when I first started uh, my job, I didn't have my white coat wasn't ready yet, so it was some time, and I was wearing a lot of sleeveless shirts. Um, and I mean, patients for the most part are like, I've never seen a physician in shape, <laughs> you know. I've or never seen like, a what you... ripped doctor. That's so right. messed up. It is. Messed or they'd up. say like, or they'd be like, so like, what do you do? How do you, you know, how do you? like work out your triceps or something someone asked me and I was like well I don't like do that um but I'd say like oh I, I you know I so I was like oh yeah I, I, I crossfit and then be like oh well I can't do that you know that was like the immediate oh that's crazy oh. I can't do that okay. and I was like oh boy okay, okay you know so or like other physicians I find that especially because I work with a lot of like athletes and some like you know like bro-y dudes um that I get more respect from their like patients or even other other physicians, I don't have sleeves on, more so oh, than when I have my white coat on. So yeah, I mean, I find I they feel like people like like a eighteen year old guy is more likely to take my advice when I'm not wearing sleeves <laughs> than huh. if I just have a white coat on. You know what I mean? I I I find that yeah. even from other physicians too. Like there's like a there's like a little bit of a um I don't know. People sort of say, okay, maybe you know what you're talking about. I don't know. Wild. That is Um, so interesting. Perception is everything, huh? Especially like being like a female in a male dominated field. Um, Totally. I'm like one of the few women in my apartment. So it's like, um, you know, or I work with like college teams and stuff like that. And I, 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 sometimes it's like that, that is what I think people respond to sometimes more so than like the, the Harvard diploma on my wall. That is so interesting and, <laughs> you know? and completely ass backwards, but like just interesting in, in a sense that it's like, oh shit, she must know what she's talking about. Or like, oh yeah, I guess you're the sports lady. Like, I guess, you know, the thing yeah. since your body looks right. like, you know, the thing it's just, that's, that's nuts. I don't know. I don't actually know if it's good or bad. I'm just processing that it is so <laughs> yeah, interesting. It's just something I, my observation. Yeah. The, yeah. What's, what's interesting to me about that though, is like, I've always had kind of had this theory in my mind that people will listen to someone around fitness when they can see your fit because they know the dedication and the hard work it takes to get there. But I'm struggling with the connection where they're taking you more seriously because you have a Harvard degree. I know. And, but that seems <laughs> yeah. incredibly harder I mean, to me than learning to do Fran. Know, like, I don't know. You know, it's one of those things that um, it's, it's just weird how people respond or yeah. like that people like really think that, um, you know, they really sort of, uh, at the same time they're like oh i want to do what you're doing but i couldn't do that and i'm like what (laughs) or i i'll do some i'll i'll work out but not like that you know like well okay it's you know yeah anyway that's honestly why i want to see crossfit health be so successful i you know that's yeah i love the games and what they stand for but i often think people think 
I can't do that because they've seen some snippet from the games and you see Rich Froning right. out there doing what he does and you're like, holy shit, you know, I can't do that. Yeah. I right. don't know. I have the opposite theory that people see that on ESPN for the first time or wherever, you know, CBS sports for the first time. And they say, wow, how do I, how do I do that? You know, mm. Oh, look at this comment. I know. Do you know coach Eric oh, from yeah. NYPD CrossFit? Of course. Yeah, coach Eric, Eric sent my dad, old Roy, a t-shirt and he loves it. Nice. By the way, he sent me one yeah. too. And they've been super supportive of the page and the podcast and, yeah. and good I, dudes. I want to get over and see him. I was supposed to go to NYPD CrossFit um, right before the pandemic. Yeah, the fittest of finest, which is yeah, yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we had originally spoken about meeting there like many years ago, many years ago. But um, yeah, no, super uh, supportive of those guys as well as the FDY uh, Barbell Club. Very I cool. kind of have uh, sort of like their team if you will and i kind of connect them with the health system to get to the people yeah it's all work together here you know like the firemen yeah. won the competition this year right did i hear that yeah there was some but there was there was some, some debate some controversy <laughs> controversy so i'm not getting in the middle nope, of it but no nope. um yes yeah mickey we there should get them on we need to get a fireman and a, and one of the cops so we'll get eric and one of the firemen on and oh, let no. them just let them bitch at each other. It would be great. <laughs> all right. All right. It? It's all love. It's all love. Okay. If it's yeah. all love, then yeah, I'm here for it. It's all love. There's well, some little, you know, Eric, if you're just watching, kind of friendly, really. shoot me a DM, man, and we'll get you and we'll get a, we'll get a fireman on or a fire person. Rick and Sasha and all those guys. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, We're together man. at the games too. So that's, it's always a good time. Those are awesome. Awesome dudes. You're going to be at the games this year. I plan on it, yeah. I, I usually part of the med team, and then often like CrossFit Health will have something going on, so I'm kind of sitting around between the sidelines and that. And it's fun; it's a good time. But people are like, "Are oh, you going on vacation to Madison for a week?" And I'm like, "I it's like no. busiest I am right. yeah. all year." Yeah, yeah I get that, but girl. It's, it's much yeah. fun. So much fun. Yeah. So, somebody asked me if I was skipping the games, and the way they worded it made me sound like they thought I was. I was going to get Will Smith, like somebody was going to come smack me or something. I'm like, no, I'm not skipping the game. It's no. like, I'm going to be there. I'm not, not worried about it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. No, no smacking. We don't need that. Here, we're going to let, but... we're going to let Eric, uh, nothing but love for their brothers and sisters of FDNY. All right. Mm -hmm. Make, making sure I'm not ginning up drama here, but I want to gin up some drama. That's the whole point of running a show. <laughs> well, I'm excited okay, about the games. I think it's going to be fun. If you get a free five yeah. minutes, come hang out with us. I know you'll be busy. You're part. Oh yeah, for sure. For, the, for sure. I'll find you. I'll find wherever you are. Or you know, maybe they'll be gentler on the athletes this year than they've been in years past. You never know. Are you going to have that van? Did you were you in a van last year? <laughs> we we podcasted <laughs> from a van for a couple of episodes. Oh, yeah, the yeah, creepy van. van. I loved uh, it. I creepy van. Yeah, I don't think we're bringing the podcast this year. I don't think we're going to. Uh, Nikki's going to be working. It was so much work. It was a lot. And, and we didn't get a lot out of it. I mean, we got some, I got some great interviews and I had super fun talking. We've got Kelly Starrett came on and, you know, just got to hang out with some oh, friends. I but I missed a lot of the action, you know, and like, yeah. for me, the games is getting to talk to people live, like getting to hang out and see people like yourself and like find out what's going on and, I don't need to air that stuff, you know, I'd rather just like kind of collect that for myself and then use it later. 
Yeah, I think what was really nice last year was that John was able to get like a bunch of really great content and then ran several of those episodes for my first few weeks when I was uh, just just recently uh, postpartum. So that was like yeah. really great is like get, we got a lot of con. He got a lot of content to kind of like have in the bank and then we released that slowly over time. But hopefully this year, hopefully maybe, this year, this doesn't yeah. happen again. No, maybe if you no. get pregnant again, you know, no. you never know there's no chance i think matt said that at one point he was like well we're officially like out of the realm of you having another baby this year and i was like thank god because i cannot work the games 38 weeks pregnant again i can't do it it's no. crazy no yeah it was crazy it was nuts I was anyway ready. yeah i was i had a whole stack of newspapers and hot water with me at all times i was ready to deliver i was good to go i'm like let's Dude, go everyone was ready everyone every time i walked back to the trucks they were we like, the medical ready. team Oh yeah, you guys were all set. I think had yeah. like the noble birthing center basically set up for me in the back just in case. They should they should make one of those. I think yeah. they really should. I had picked a birthing hospital nearby anyway, but yeah, and I literally got like a travel ultrasound in like the basement of the Coliseum one night. It was cool. It was very cool. Can you imagine oh. what a great story that would have been though? If you no, it would have been terrible. No, no, oh. I didn't want it. I did pack a hospital bag though. For Dave Madison. Castro could have delivered. It would have been amazing. You don't be that intimate with Dave. He's like, Nikki, push, push. And I'm like, oh no, please. (laughs) Oh my God, I love it so much. I love it. Well, Amy, this has been fun. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Always happy to talk about all things CrossFit and health and whatnot. Hey, well, that's, you know, part of our, you know, it's not a new mission for us, but we want to make sure that you know, we're continuing to talk about the things that are really most important to the community. And I think the work you guys are doing in CrossFit Health is um, is really, really impactful um, and often gets lost in the, the shuffle of who's going to win semis and how great yeah. Justin is and Tia right. and all these people we love, you know, no slight to them right. whatsoever. But, you know, you guys are doing really heroic work out there and it just doesn't get enough coverage. So, um you know, just really excited you're coming Appreciate on. It. As you guys have new stuff, reach yeah. out, let us know, come yes, back on. Please. You know, yeah, you know, things unfold. We will, <laughs> I will let you know. Yeah, keep I'm us in the find out who the new yeah. CEO is. That would be great. I definitely I won't know that before one else. So there you go. All right, Nikki, it's been fun. Our second live stream in two nights. And we got another one tomorrow night. We're going to have Danny Spiegel on and Zoe's coming back and we're doing movie reviews. I'm so excited. It's yeah. Danny sent me her list of movies. It is ridiculous. There were like 30 of them. I'm like, how have you seen so many movies and train eight hours a day? Like, how does this happen? It's absolutely ridiculous. Wow. I know I'm gonna have to watch like I got to take the day off tomorrow and watch a couple of movies. <laughs> I know I'm going to be very in the dark, but I'll ask questions from like a good viewer standpoint. Right. Like if I haven't seen this movie, which I haven't, will I like it? I'll, I'll poke holes. Sorry. All right. Yeah. We'll make it happen. All right. Well, thanks very for cool. joining ladies for everyone watching. We appreciate you guys and we will see you guys thanks. tomorrow.